Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to Life's Uncertain Journeys Blog Talk Radio broadcast. We are broadcasting for Tuesday, August the 6th, 2019. I am your host, and my name is Nadine Davis. I'm broadcasting from the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. Our broadcast is being heard all over the United States and in five foreign countries by the grace and goodness of God. I would first like to say that um, we want to send our heartfelt prayers uh, to those who were affected by those uh, two mass shootings that took place Last week, there there are really no words to convey the level of sadness and, and frustration that I know many of us felt at the senseless and heartless act of murder. And it takes place almost every day. May the Lord have mercy and give us, the church, the courage to return to our first love and be the salt and the light this world needs in these last and evil days. Make back, but press on as true soldiers of the one true king who is soon to come in all his power and glory. This broadcast was born out of a book that I wrote. It's entitled Life Center and Journey, One Woman's Battle for Her Sanity, Her Marriage, and Her Family. I was inspired to write this book to share my testimony. Now, our regular listeners, they know my story. But for you that are listening for the first time, any new listeners that may be on the broadcast tonight, I just want you to hear it. I want you to know that I was a very lewd, evil, and confused young woman. My mom died when I was very young, so I did not grow up knowing the love of a mother. My little brother and I were taken away from our dad after our mom died, which really added insult to injury for us. We were just moved from one tragedy to another. Now, these incidents left me with a very bleak visual of what my future would be. I grew up hateful, resentful, and very angry. My aunt took me and my younger brother in, um, and it's funny, uh, I found out um, probably about a couple years back when I was uh, sharing um, my book with my, uh, my cousin, she pulled me aside and told me that her mother told her that my aunt took me and my brother because my mom asked her to. Now, I didn't know that until she shared that with me. But even knowing that, I had this unshakable resentment and anger because I felt like I just didn't have anyone to fend for me. I felt helpless that I was at the mercy of everybody else and that no one really cared. And then as I grew up into a young teenager, I got married off to some guy that followed me home one day. And off I went into deeper darkness. 
resentfulness, and anger. It's not so much that he was a bad guy. It's just that he was getting bad goods. I was already broken. I was already bruised. I was already battered. But he didn't know that. And I didn't know the kind of background that he had, what he grew up with as a young man. And here we were, the two of us call ourselves trying to uh, be husband and wife without ever really knowing what that meant. But my response to all the disappointment was self-medication with alcohol, drugs, and illicit affairs, none of which did me any good. I just plunged deeper and deeper into the darkness of depression, self-hatred, and ultimately suicide. However, unbeknownst to me at that time, my mother had prayed for me and my siblings before her death. And you know what? Her prayers got answered. That's right. The God that I thought did not exist answered my mother's prayers and showed up in my life one Sunday morning and turned my life right side up. Did you hear me say that I didn't believe in God? I didn't. My mom taught me to love him, told me that he loved me. But based on the things that happened in my life after she died, there just could not be any truth to that. There just could not be a God that would permit two young children to have to endure what me and my little brother had to endure. Yet, guess what? My unbelief, my mother's death, Time, nor the grave, would keep my mother's God from answering her prayers. On the morning God showed up, I was, we had an old colloquy back in the day that said I was higher than Cooter Brown. Yet, God showed up and sobered up sobered me up in a matter of seconds. That's right. Cecil Mills and Johnny Walker Red power had been shattered by the presence of the Almighty God. I tell this story because there is someone somewhere going through what I went through. They're hurting, angry, broken. And they think like I did that there's no hope for the impossible situations that they're in. But I am the evidence. My husband is the evidence that there is hope. And his name is Jesus. This broadcast was birthed so that I could share my story. And prayerfully provide strength, encouragement, and inspiration to other hurting women. God gave me this desire, this passion, to inspire my sisters to not give up on themselves or the Lord. I want them to know that the lying enemy of their soul wants to make them think that there is no hope. He told me that lie, and I believed him. So much so that I attempted to kill myself at his bequest, the liar. He told me that life wasn't living. He told me no one cared about me. What did I want to hang around here for? And at his suggestion, I attempted 
to take my life. But beloved, had God not showed up in my life that morning, I would never have lived to see the 11 precious grandchildren that God would later give to me. I would not have lived to see my children grow up to be successful men and women. Lovers of God, providers for their families, I would have missed it. And my children would have been showing my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, a picture of their grandmother that they would never meet. Every time I tell the story, I I cry just to think that the enemy would have tricked me out of all that had God not had mercy on me. But God, who is rich in mercy, while I was doing everything that I was big and bad enough to do, he sent his son Jesus. He sent him after me that Sunday morning. He sent him to pay the price for my life. That life that Satan was trying to trick me out of. Yes, he did it for me. Proving to me that he was not only very real, that he truly loved me very much. So today, I am one of the witnesses that God has called to overcome that enemy, the enemy of our by the blood of the Lamb of God, his life given for us, and by the word of my testimony. That's why I tell it. And that's why God opened the door for this broadcast. Because I'm going to tell it every chance I get. That there might be someone listening who think that there is no hope, that there's no way out of the situation that they're in. I'm the evidence, beloved, that there is a way out. There is a way out. I learned that the way to overcome the enemy who tried to snuff me out is with testimony. And that's why I tell it. Every week, every Tuesday, as long as God gives me breath, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell as many as I can until the Lord sees fit to release me from it and call me home. You see, do you know why? He loves us because he created us. We belong to him. We're his. And that same, that same trickster that tried to trick me out of my life is doing this every single day in the lives of millions. He's tricking us and luring us away from our Father. His lies, his deceit, his tricks. But our Father, he wasn't having it. He wants his children back. He wanted us back so much that he would pay highest price possible the life of his own son the life of a son who lived without sin who did no wrong didn't talk back did everything as to do while we rebelled while we rejected God's call he was always faithful but God exchanged his life 
to redeem us, to pay the ransom for our lives with the life of Jesus Christ. But you know, here's the kicker to this gospel story that I'm sharing with you. The gospel, as I've always shared, is the good news, the message that God left us in his word. The message of truth that brings us back to him. The kicker is, Satan may have tricked us away from our father loving arms. But he had no idea what the father had in store for him. Oh, yeah. First Corinthians 2, 7 explains it this way. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. None of the rulers of darkness understood it. Because had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They wouldn't have done it if they knew what the outcome was going to be. It goes on to say, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God prepared for them that love him. Things that the Father had prepared for us long before the foundations of this world that the enemy wanted to trick us out of. But guess what? God has revealed them to us by his Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. You hear that? God wants you to know how much he loves you. He's got wonderful things prepared for us. That was his purpose in the beginning. But he wants us to know this. He wants us to believe this. The gospel message that I share with you was God's trick on the one who tricked us. He didn't know that God was going to raise Jesus up from the dead. He thought he was done with. He thought he had won when he crucified our Lord. But the trick was on him. Because as you know, on the third day, our king got up from the grave with all power in his hand in both heaven and on earth. We still can't wrap around our brains around what all that means to us. Because if we did, we wouldn't live like we live today. We wouldn't be spiritual cowards afraid to proclaim the truth. We wouldn't be afraid to share the truth in love with those that are opposing them on their own selves. They have no idea. No, we don't have any idea what kind of things the Father has in store for us. But as I said, he wants us to know it. And that's why I tell my story. Along with countless others, I'm not the only one. There are others that have had an encounter with the true and living God, and they are telling their story, just like me. Hope awaits anyone that will believe the gospel message. Spoken of by the prophets of old, announced by angels, and witnessed by men and women that saw and touched the nail-scarred hands of our Savior. Yes, beloved, his own followers doubted him. That is, until they saw him, dazed 
after they watched him be crucified. Beloved, the gospel message is the word of God. It is his call for us to come back to him, to return to him. He wants us to repent and turn away from our old way of thinking. Repentance means change your mind. You had it all wrong. You were going the wrong direction. He says, I want you to repent, turn around, and return to me. Believe that the Lord Jesus Christ did as his father asked him to. He came. He died. And he was buried. But on the third day, according to the scriptures, he got up from the grave. But he did all that to win us back from the enemy of our souls, to bring us salvation. That's what his name means, Jesus. He's our savior. He's the one God sent. And if you will just believe that, turn away from your old way of thinking. I know when you look at things in this world today, it's hard to believe that there is a God. That's the way I felt. Based on what was happening to me, there could not be a God. Until he showed up and proved me wrong. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. So you can receive the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God wants to live in you. Because he knows you can't do this. You can't walk this thing out by yourself. You need help. That's who the Holy Spirit is. He's the helper that comes alongside us. He's the one who Jesus sent to lead us, to guide us, to teach us, to empower us and enable us to live like the children of God. Beloved, we would love to share this wonderful gospel with you. And if you would like, we can send you some material, get in contact with you, and help explain this wonderful gospel to you. All you need to do is email us at lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com. That's life's with an S, life's uncertain journey at gmail.com. We would really like to hear from you. I'm now going to ask my husband if he would um, open our broadcast with prayer. Sweetheart, are you there? Yes. Do you hear me? Yes, I can. Uh, I was listening to you, and I was thinking at the same time. Uh, I was thinking, what, Lord, what do you want me to say? And he always says the same thing, remember who I am. He's the creator of everything. I mean, yeah. he created everything. And in the beginning, the word with them became life. Yeah. And that life that, that became Christ, and he became living and lived amongst us. You know, uh, I heard you when you said that he lived, he died, and he rose again. But then I also, uh, he said, when when he goes, he's going to send us the Holy Spirit. You see, he said he prayed for us, and not to take us out the world, but to, right. uh, you know, to be here with us in this world, because this is a wicked world. But we in this world, but we're not of this world. So he says, as yeah. we walk this walk out, remember that. He says, he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He says, for us who are his children, he says, we go through, we're going to go through turmoils, we're going to go through a whole bunch of, from the womb to the tomb, it's going to be a struggle, but we win. Yes. And as, and he, as he talks to me and as I listen to you, as you talk about the goodness of the Lord, all I can do is praise him and say thank you. 
and that he that created this world Mm -hmm. chose us with the apple of his eye. That that light that he was down here on earth, he says, now we're the light. We're the light. Our testimony is what we go through. We're to give testimony to it and shine and, and then represent him now. And the grace and the mercy he gave us, we're to give to others. Until yeah. they realize that the same thing, thank you, Lord. That's yeah. we have gifts, he said. But when we get to heaven, the gifts ain't gonna get in, but the fruits will. If we show the love that he has, if we have the love and get the love that he gives to us and the grace and the mercy, he says yeah. that's a sweet smelling savor stone. He wants a living sacrifice, and that's who we are. So yeah. as I pray and say thank you, Lord. All I can say is thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank Lord. You. Thank you for the opportunity yeah. to, to hear from you. Thank you, Lord, for letting us know who we are to you. Thank, thank you, Lord, you. for uh, letting us know that you're with us. You live in us, Lord, and we live in you. We thank you, dear Father Heaven, that before the foundations of the earth, we were in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. We were Amen. in him. You know, and we're in him today. He's seated at the right hand of God, defending us. When when the Satan comes to accuse us, he's our defender, you know. And and when we make mistakes, we cause us to turn from our wicked ways. We know we still uh, fight against the, the, the uh, these things of this world that they pull us off the side and back and forth mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But the Lord knew that way before we were born that this was going to happen, and He prepared a way out for us. Thank you. you. Know? And I thank Him for that. I just thank Him for the. The, 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 the breath that we breathe. There's many people that came and breathe the air they live in, but God gives right. us breathing air. I mean, we things are going to happen, and the Lord says it's going to be written in the Word already. If we read the Word, we'll see that these times will come. But he says, fear not, for I am with you, and if I be with you, then who can be against you? These are the Thanks. things that I hold on to. These are the things that I say thank him to. Thank him for these are things that I represent, and I, I try to let my light shine for him. And I, I tell everybody real fast, I fall way short. And when you talk about, you know, compared to God, I fall way short. But God, that's the thing. But God, when you're in Christ Jesus, and we are in Christ Jesus, the only reason we listen to this type of broadcast because we long to hear the word of God by his testimony for, from people like my wife and other people that's talked on this on this phone. It, it's a beautiful thing, and God says it's a sweet smell of savings to it, because then one can tell another, encourage each other, and that's what we're supposed to do. So I thank, thank you, Lord, you. for this opportunity. I just thank you, dear Father Heaven, for what you're doing. You. I should continue, Lord, to watch over the airways so that people will hear your word and be able to use your word and advance your kingdom and share with their loved ones, dear Father Heaven. But we will walk this thing out, dear Father Heaven. We were pressed towards that mark of excellence, dear Father Heaven. We know we fall short, but in you, we are perfect in you, Lord. You love us so much, and you came and died for us. And dear Father Heaven, you said, as long, dear Father Heaven, as this time, even not one bit of your word will pass away. Not one word. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. You're the bottom, you're the, you're the last word and the first word. And we just give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Darling, thank you so very much for that prayer, and thank you for your wisdom and that word. Praise God. For those of you um, who may not know, uh, this is an interactive Christian broadcast. We broadcast with a distinct purpose of glorifying God, sharing the gospel, and encouraging our listeners to follow Jesus. Our broadcast is interactive in nature because I don't have all the answers. I do have a testimony. However, there are other testimonies to be shared. My prayer always is that the Lord will send those that are willing to allow the Holy Spirit to use them to share their revelations, their encounters, with the Lord of glory. As I said earlier, the word of God declares that we overcome Satan 
by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. For those of you that may be interested in my book, it's available online at Amazon.com and Barnes and Nobles. You can also uh, order it from my website, uh, www.lifesuncertainjourney.org. Before we begin our uh, conversation tonight on discerning the signs of our time, I want to take this opportunity to just uh, welcome any new listeners that may have joined us tonight on the broadcast. Uh, Thank you so very much for joining us. Um, Later, I will open up the microphones, and if you would like to say hello, you are more than welcome to do that. It's not required. However, if you want to, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, But right now, I want to welcome those who I uh, just thank God for so much for their their support for me and their their support of me, this broadcast, their prayers for me, and and just their their love for me. I thank God for them, and they are um, my uh, Moms in Prayer International um, sisters who uh, are part of um, Moms in Prayer International, um, and they are located in over 144 countries around the world where women of faith come together to touch and agree in prayer for their children and their schools. And these women are committed. God uh, allowed me to find out about them way back in 2013. I'm grateful that he did because I was looking for women that were serious prayer warriors, that were committed to prayer. And that's that's what these women, um, they are. Um, so I thank God for them. I also thank God for um, any of my Keith family, YMCA, Positive Mind, Body, and Spirit family that may be on the broadcast tonight. They, too, have been very loving and very supportive. Um, Brother Jimmy Scott heads the uh, chapter that meets at uh, the Keith family YMCA here uh, in Charlotte on um, Old Malachi Church Road. Um, and that's what we are. We're family, and, and we look out for each other. We pray for one another, and we come together to fellowship, to uh, to learn God's word, and to be of help to our community. I also would like to welcome uh, my Steel Creek Church of Charlotte family. Now, we have three campuses. The main campus is located on West Arrowwood Road, and our uh, lead pastor, Pastor Kelvin Smith, um, he brings the word there every Sunday. That's uh, that's where my husband and I started when we first moved here to Charlotte. Uh, we had, were well nurtured by uh, Pastor Kelvin and um, given an opportunity to um, see our gifts come to fruition and uh, to be strengthened. And uh, as the church grew and moved up here to uh, Eastfield Road, um, we had the pleasure of joining the planting team that meets at 11800 uh, East Hill Road up here in Huntersville. And our pastor is the Dr. Uh, Tom Bartlett and Pastor Mike Walsh. And um, like I say, we just started back in January, but the Lord has been moving and blessing us and bringing us together by his great power. Uh, we also have another campus that's in the Berwick area. Uh, Pastor um, Christian uh, leads that church. But these three churches are the results of the blessings of God on our lead pastor, Pastor Kelvin. If you've ever met him, I was it's funny, I was in the, uh, my husband and I had to go deal with broken phones on yesterday, and we wound up meeting a young man that, um, had gone to Steel Creek Church of Charlotte Arrowwood and he knew Pastor Calvin and we were all just um all so overjoyed by the love um that Pastor Kelvin gave to us. The young man was talking about how, you know, he remembers people's names. I mean he he's the embodiment of the love of Christ and we thank God for him. 
Um, but we also have eight different campuses around the world. Um, I also want to welcome um, our Loving 3D family, which is uh, the uh, was born by a birth by our um, beloved sister minister Regina Garrett. Uh, Loving 3D is a women's ministry that meets every second Saturday. Um, also at the Keith Family YMCA. And uh, we have really been blessed by the gifts that God has given um, Sister Regina to help us to kind of uh, come clean with some things, to trust God and to um, allow him to heal us. Um, as many of us know, most of us women are silent sufferers. We've got things that we don't tell people. We keep it to ourselves, And, you know, God didn't intend for us to live that way. So, um, he said two are always better than one. You get a better return for your labor. And when one has to to fight, they don't have to fight alone. So we thank God for her. Uh, and also, I want to welcome my Women Who Overcome ministry team on the broadcast tonight. These are women that have united with me in ministry. I oversee the Women Who Overcome ministry. And every year we host a women's conference uh, which we have one coming up soon. Um, and these women stand beside me. They hold my arms up. They pray for me. And they also help to do some of the legwork in bringing this, um, these conferences each and every, um, each year. So I thank God for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I also wanted to take this time out to uh, send a shout out to my co-host, Alicia Lockhart. Um, she's not on the broadcast with us tonight because she's celebrating her wedding anniversary today. And I just pray that the Lord will bless you, sis, you and uh, your hubby, with many more uh, years of happiness and joy. Um, our other co-host, Minister, um, um, I'm sorry, Elder Gwen Cohen, um, who the Lord has so lavishly blessed, he's been enlarging her territory of ministry. and. Although uh, we miss her terribly, we are always looking forward to her uh, coming back and sharing um, her wisdom with us on the broadcast whenever she's free. Uh, And Minister uh, Regina Garrett uh, is also one of our co-hosts, and she could not be on the broadcast tonight. But praise God, she will, um, of course, be back with us um, next week. Uh, For those of you who were with us last week, you got to. Um, hear her teaching on the names of God. My husband, along with his co-host, Booker Alexander, uh, would like to invite you to their broadcast. They have one every Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. It's entitled New Beginnings. It is a chapter-by-chapter study of the book of Genesis, and they would love to have you join them. Their dial-in number is 657-383-1624. That's 657-383-1624. Finally, I just wanted to announce that registration has begun for our 2019 Prevailing Prayer Conference that will be taking place October 25th and 26th here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Please visit my website at lifesuncertainjourney.org to register. I'm now going to give our broadcast instructions, and then I'm going to open up our mics so we can begin our conversation tonight. For those that are listening via the Internet, I need you to know that we cannot hear you or your comments. So if you would like to be a part of the conversation, you're going to need to dial in. And the number to dial in for tonight's broadcast is 929-477-3427. That's 929-477-3427. And for those of you who are already dialed in, although I'm opening up our mics, I ask that you would please put your phones on mute so that um, we won't have to um, have any background noise and we can hear each other clearly um, and uh, just have a nice clear clear signal coming over the phones. Um, if you want to share or ask a question or be a part of the conversation, You're going to have to remember to unmute your phone. As I mentioned earlier, this is an interactive Christian broadcast. That means we all can participate. 
So please be encouraged. Share any wisdom, any revelations or comments that you may have. I always say that you never know whether or not the word God is giving you is for someone listening on this broadcast. So please feel free to share. When speaking, you can share your name or you don't have to. It's totally up to you. Well, praise God. Now, I'm going to read a passage of scripture that's going to be the foundation for our conversation tonight, one of the foundations for our conversation. I'm going to be reading from 1 Timothy um, 1 Timothy the second chapter. And you know, I think I got that wrong. I think it's Second Timothy, the second chapter. And guess what? It ain't that one either. I'm gonna get it. Just hold on for a second. Okay. Um where is it? First Timothy. Now, how can I get it wrong? Therefore, just bear with me for just a second. I'm going to find it because I know it's in here. Um, But I'm going to be reading from um, 1 Timothy. um, But I want to ask you a question. And this is the question that I want to ask before I read this this particular scripture and that is if the people of God are responding to first chronicles 714 and we all know what that says um and in case you in case you don't know what it says um and we've got any uh new listeners on the broadcast tonight that are not familiar with the word of God It says that if my people who are called by my name, this is God speaking, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. And I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And my question is, if we, the children of God, are truly humbling ourselves, if we're truly praying and seeking and turning as our father asked, then what is going on in our world today? What? Well, that's what I want, wanted to read to you. And it's in First Timothy, third chapter. And I'm going to be uh, reading from the King James Version. It says, this Know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. We all cannot ignore the fact that perilous times have come. It goes on to say, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, Proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, 
lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. Now, in light of the scripture that I just got finished reading from First Chronicles seven fourteen, God made a promise to us, and He's talking to believers, and He's giving us a way to see healing come to our land. Not the world. He's not telling the world to do this. He's talking to His children, those of us who say that we follow Jesus. That if we are indeed humbling ourselves, if we are indeed praying, if we are indeed seeking his face and turning from our sin, then he will hear from heaven and he will heal our land. I contend that God's promise to hear, forgive, and heal are still available to the children of God. I believe that with all my heart. However, in light of what Paul is telling Timothy here, there are some other factors that we cannot overlook. Because if we cannot discern and heed the signs of our times, the promise that God wrote to us in First Chronicles seven fourteen will have little impact on our day. Very little impact. Is there any revelation or information that anyone would like to share about what we just said, what was just said? Anyone. The lines the mics are on and you're free to share. Any wisdom, any revelations? Hello. 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 Hi, Sister Nadine. This is Sister Cam. Hi, Sister Brother Cam. John, how y'all doing? Everyone. Um when you um when when you um was uh introduce um what the um what the uh message and the conversation the topic was gonna be tonight uh it my spirit was quickened with the same scripture the same the same scripture and um and for perilous times in this world um to me is um having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Yes. Exactly yes. what you said. Church, exactly church what you said. Kill every Sunday to the to the to the rafters. Yes and ma'am. Yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, sweetheart. And no you fine and and um you know I just want to say that you know the world is instead of Instead, with so many, with with over what six hundred churches in 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 Charlotte, so many in the world, you know. But um, it it and and so many, so many leaders in the pulpit, so many shepherds in the pulpit. Um, I feel like that the 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 sheep us we as as the sheep are dependent on the pastors to get us to heaven to okay. to 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 walk out our to foot to walk out our salvation to work out our own salvation you know and 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 just Going to church on Sunday is just that's just that's just it. That's just going to church on Sunday is it's all we need. All we need. Yeah. And um and hearing the word hear, hearing the word and I'm a firm I'm a firm believer in, in this and I said this for years and years. Everybody don't go to church for the same reason. 
Right. And um, they don't. They they really don't. But it's it's having a form of godliness. I see it's having a form of godliness and denying the power thereof. And and you know people have gotten away. I remember when I was growing up, mom. Uh, we was raised and uh, I have three brothers and myself, and we was raised. I my parents. You know they say. I know y'all know they're saying. My parents drugged me to church, right. and um. And so they drug us to church and and drug us to 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 um to um Sunday school and to Wednesday night prayer meeting. It was prayer meeting then, and um and so it was test every. I remember every every Wednesday night, every Wednesday night we had prayer, we had testimony time. It was testimony time. And and someone someone would get up and 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 share share the goodness of the Lord, share what God has done for them and who God is to them, and 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 you know that's so prevalent that you that you keep saying we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, because yeah. it's it's so many people in this world we all go through the same thing and 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 God knew that. He knew that we would all go through the same thing. Right. All exactly. go through the same thing. All be tested. All just like Jesus was. Just like Jesus was. Yeah. But and 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 we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony because if if you if you hadn't been through something, you can't tell the next person. That's right. How God has how the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, the power of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God. Mm-hmm. True. And, True. And and so that's just like faith without work is works is dead. You mm-hmm. know, and and I said that to say this: if you if if you if you if if you know in in your living room i'm just an example if you live in your living room you know that that you know that that chair is there you know that, that chair is there but if if you turn around and sit if you turn around and 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 sit down and that chair is not there then your faith is not you know your your faith is not in action because um because you you did not believe that you you did not know that it was not there anymore. You didn't, and and maybe you know maybe I'm getting my words you know misconstrued up, uh, but um, yeah. but faith for me faith without works is dead, and that's the word of God. And 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 I, right. I you know I see so many churches you know just I've been in so many many services where they um just where they just tear down the Holy Spirit and he can't move the way he want to move. Yeah, and I know a, a, lot of, a lot of that um, primarily is because, and I hear this so many times, is that uh, just because you're sitting in a church does not mean that you are the church, if you know what I mean. That's right. And I think mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of what, what this passage of scripture reveals is that there are people who are sitting in the church right next to us mm-hmm. who are not necessarily the church. They talk about people that are lovers of their own self, covetous, mm-hmm. you know, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient, unthankful. I mean, they're they're sitting right there next to us. But mm-hmm. the element the element that keeps us from knowing this about people is because we don't want to reach out to nobody. We we go and right. we, we sit on that pew, we hear our message turn around and we go home. We have relationship with nobody. You got a church mm-hmm. full of people. The scripture says, Know them that labor among you and are over you in the Lord. You know, we yeah, don't man, even yeah. you know, we don't do that. And so that mm-hmm. already is an indicator indicator that we got people that are going to church, but they are not the church. The church. That's so let right. me go yes. on to this 
Um, it also says that um, for of this sort, I'm reading in verse 6 now, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm. And that mm-hmm. right there is trouble. That right there troubles me because I, I know uh, even of my, my own self that I've been with uh, some of some of my sisters, and that's why my heart goes out, uh, you know, um, has a passion for discipling people. You know, that you, you know, you meet somebody and you want to get to know them and make sure they know the truth because most of them don't know that they've been, they've been hoodwinked. They don't know mm-hmm. that they've been, you know, but they're then there's nobody mm-hmm. to tell them. Because mm-hmm. the sad thing about most women, especially in our African-American community, we don't have women friends. We've got a lot of guy friends, but we don't want to be around each other. And that is mm-hmm. also the enemy that keeps us, keeps the body of Christ from doing what we are on this planet to do. It goes on to say now, Janice and Jambres withstood Moses. So do these also resist the truth. Men and women of corrupt mind reprobate concerning the faith. But he goes on to say that they shall but they shall proceed no further. You know why? Because mm. their fathers going to be made manifest to all men. God's going to uncover them. Mm-hmm. Okay? God's going to uncover everyone that thinks that they got this little facade on and they got the hallelujahs and the amens down to down pat. But mm-hmm. behind all of that is a heart that does not know God. Mm-hmm. Now for those, mm-hmm. for those mm-hmm. did someone say something? Oh. Yeah, oh, Miss Nadine, it's Melissa. Hi. Um, Hi, Melissa. Hi. So we were talking about this uh, today. Um, I was sharing that with you that it's so important to be your truest self in front of people, even if that means to share your flaws and struggles with whatever it is. You know, because, because you can't walk around with your head held high, you know, pretending that you have it all together. Because the reality is we don't. Jesus did. We don't. Right? Yeah. That's why we That's need right. him. That's right. You know, and, and and that within itself, you know, allows the opportunity for other people to grow and to trust. Exactly. That he can, that he can do the reality of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. what I was saying at the beginning. You know, we, we have not fully arrived. I mean, even in spite yeah. of, you know, the book and my testimony and all those kinds of things. And I was sharing in our Bible study a few weeks ago about the little uh, little uh, disagreement that we had. You know, mm-hmm. I was thankful that God helped us to get over it rather quickly, but we still had it. You see, mm-hmm. because the, the enemy hasn't gone anywhere. He is not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere until the Lord throws him in the abyss. However, until that time, God wants to work in us to mm-hmm. uh, transform us into the image of his son. First John 4, 17 says, part, and the, in the B section says, as Christ was in this world, so shall we be. And when I read that, I hear God speaking like he did in the garden. You know, light be, you know, you know, and that's that's where we are right now. We are Jesus Christ be formed in, in, in her, be formed in, in him. You know, that's the process that we're in right now. But if we're not loving and encouraging one another, if we're not standing by each other, if we're not trying to look like something that we're not, then God's not going to be able to use us. We're not going to be able to show people the truth, the truth about who we are. We're getting down mm-hmm. to the closing end, and we're going to continue this conversation next week. But I just wanted to thank you all for joining me tonight and pray over you in Jesus' name that God will cover and keep you strong, that you will not allow the enemy to, to uh, prevail over you, that you will be mindful of his truth and his trade, and that you will keep true to the word of God. And I ask you to do that God in his word to enable you to do it in Jesus' name. 
God bless you. Thank Good night, you. everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you for joining us. Good night. Good night.